This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And it is good to be back. And we tonight we are going to have what Mayans MC. This is FX's new show from Kirk Sutter. Uh, and Jake be- drove up on his hog. I mean, it was great seeing him. Yeah. Some hog. <laughs> yeah, that moped. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Way yeah. to rock, bro. <laughs> hey, it's like in Memphis. You know, we got the, those little scooters now. It's the difference great. is it's a yin, yin, yin. It does not, doesn't have the same performance. No, no it does not. Um, as we go there. But, uh, you know, I, I don't want I don't want to waste any time. You know, I've been waiting long enough for the Sutter drought to, you know, to finally – be over with and it's over and uh so i just kind of know what 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 are y'all thoughts man you know i mean we made a point not to talk to each other about this before we got on the mic so hit me with the truth here who wants to go first (laughs) (laughs) uh for me it was a solid episode there's a lot that i wish was still going on with it like there was a lot that they just didn't hit with but i'm excited to see where the story leads us um I like most of it, and there's some things I, whether it's this show or other shows, I yeah. can't ever get past. They made a few minor nitpicks that I would, I just loathed. Um, and there's a few actors in there that are a little weak, but overall, I, I give it a a B so far. Um, and it probably would, it probably could have managed an A, but there's some things in there we'll talk about. There's some meat left on the bone, I guess is the best way to put it for me. You know what I when I talk to a lot of people, and this is my opinion of the situation is is that I enjoyed the show because I felt like I was getting an SOA style show back. The motorcycles, the way it's filmed, the you know uh, how people carry themselves, the the macho attitude, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the deal is is that. I was so attached to the characters mm-hmm. on Sons of Anarchy that so when I went into this episode with this first one, I was expecting to be able to latch on to really charismatic characters quick, and to be able to say, "Gosh, I'm getting that that, that scratch, you know, that itch is being scratched." You yeah. know what I mean? And I guess it was just kind of like, okay, you know, it's an acquired taste, you know, because these aren't this isn't Tig, this isn't Chibs, this isn't it isn't those people you just fell in love with from the other show, and I have to realize. This is not Sons of Anarchy. This well, is and a completely didn't different necessarily show. fall in love with them immediately on Sons of Anarchy either. Is also. I did, and so you know, but you know, I do remember the first episodes of Sons of Anarchy back in the day, and I mean, I fell in love with the show immediately. So I think a lot of people went into the show with huge expectations, and that's very difficult to 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 meet that, especially when you come to something new. And you know, none of these characters are from the other show besides Alvarez. Um, of course, a little sneak, you know, a little, yeah. you know, drop in of a little sp- certain character. But um, I think when I talk to a lot of people on social media and, um, you know, I'm a part of s- like s- six different groups on Facebook and everything like that, that's constantly going back. And I got that as kind of the norm of what the conversation is, is that, you know, it's good, but I'm, I'm missing something or there, you know, there's, you know, something was a little different or th- whatever it was, you know, and that's kind of how I came with it. So I, I'm kind of like Jake. I'm like a B plus a minus kind of guy because I love the, the storyline. If you take, put it this way, you take the new characters away where we don't have to digest new characters mm-hmm. and fall in love with anybody. And you bring some of the anarchy characters back or different people you've already known and fell in love with. And you put them in this story situation. I mean, they hit us. With I think, like- I think it's a completely different situation. And so I, I look at it as how was the story written? I really, really enjoyed the story. Yes. Really, really enjoyed it. 
the characters I'm just going to have to start falling in love with. You know, the first guy I'm falling in love with is the one, you know, who's got the quick whip and he's, you know, drops the body. Oh, sorry about the, you know, Coco. Like Coco. Uh, that yeah, guy that's can, is stealing the show. Exactly. And so like that right there, you know, I'm like, who's the closest character of Sunday? Okay. You can compare him to him. Like, okay, that's the next Tig. Yeah. That's the guy who, you he's know, he's very much taking everything. And he's right. got that same like slimy, dirty feel. You're like, I don't think I should like you, but yes. I really like everything that well, you're doing. Well, the bottom line is if he starts liking a dude that's dressed as a woman later in the episode, I'm going to get pissed <laughs> off. But anyway, that's, uh, that's Tig. Yeah. Y'all are talking about not well, Chibs. We said Tig. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was making sure. Okay. I thought promoted you. Anyway, um, the reality of it is, is that we cannot compare it. We've got to stop. Some comparing. of them we can compare and everything because I do think he's just rewriting some of the same characters. I mean this this prospect easy mm-hmm. is supposed to be Jax's replacement. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be that yeah. way. Well, I mean, yeah. That's and they made the most. They found the most Latin looking Charlie Hunnam, as far as I'm concerned. Like they got pretty close to me as far as. Even the little chin scruff, yeah, little bit of a light mustache. You know, they made I mean, sure he got his shirt off. Do you get the gun? Had the to gun get his show. shirt yeah. off for a you know, second. Yeah. No, for because, no reason. It was like because we all take our shirt off and we get a little splatter on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be dealing with a dead body and blood. Let me make sure. You I make sure it. I get some skin contact. <laughs> Bottom line is, is that if you've gotten splattered, then what's it matter already? Yeah. yeah. The reality is, you take the shirt off. To prevent it gets getting something on yeah. it. I can understand the jacket. Okay. You know. Yeah. But judging anyway. by the size of this human, HIV was out of the question. <laughs> but uh, no, what, what I'll say about this, and that was kind of strange and it stood out to me, and this is one of my issues I have with it. I didn't feel like a single character on the show said more than one or two sentences at a time. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like no one went on a big speech. Dialogues were like short and sweet. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. It was a very visual show. Blah blah blah. No one was able to stretch their acting chops. That's or what I'm anything. saying. I mean, there was some stuff in there. I was like, "Ooh, that was weak." Yes, you know. You know so who, you know who had the most acting? The, I'm sorry, the most lines it was probably uh, Miguel. You know the the cartel. He had some of the longest lines. He's the one who questioned the Samoan. He's yeah. the one that always had so on. And in my opinion, he's the weakest actor in the show. Yeah. Michael Pino, you know, he did Law and Order. He did those shows like that or so on. And he did okay in that kind of stuff, you know, like that. But he does not carry the same kind of weight of looking like a cartel leader to me. To me, he is, I have nothing against Michael Pino. I think he's a great guy. Like I said, I loved him in Law and Order and everything like that. But something about his look and the way he carries just doesn't feel like. That's what I'm saying. It might not be his acting chops. It could be how they're writing the character, how they're dressing the character. All these things. All this stuff seems very generic to me. Like It's very cookie cutter. This is every son of the cartel boss I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, they could have picked this guy straight out of weeds, and I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between them. Like, I want to see what the guy's dad looked like. Because I bet it's somebody that looks like that's been through war. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, it'd be like um, Easy's and Reyes' dad. I mean, like, that's who... Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like Pops looks. Yeah, um, I mean, I just I just see a different guy. Even somebody that's... I'll tell you this. You want the best-looking current character on television right now of what this cartel leader guy is? Stanley Trejo, right? Is uh, if you go to... If you watch Netflix Ozark... No. The... I don't know. The, the, the head guy of season one 
is the visual epitome of what a cartel bad guy leader is. I mean, hands down. So I've seen it. You guys are working on it. But anybody else who's watched Ozark knows exactly what I'm talking about. His name is Dale. And holy crap. And so imagine Dale where he is. Wait, his name is Dale? And his game changes everything. That's that's the thing, though. I find that a little more scary than just... Than the, is. Than the normal. He has an American name that he goes by in the show. Like, trust me, it's legit, Mister. I haven't seen it. Okay, I mean that's I fine, seen it but like, I just can't get past him having the name Dale. But my thing is, Miguel Galindo, whatever. He's not scary at all to me. No, like at all. He's like, cheeseball to me. He's one hundred percent cheeseball. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not feeling him yet. But like I was saying about, about the talking, though, and you're right. He probably has the most dialogue of the entire show. It's either him or the rebel leader, I would but, say. No, I mean, rebel leader. She had two lines at the end of this movie. What's his name? Um, the head of the yeah bishop is the head bishop. I mean, yeah, he says a couple things. But most of his sentences are about three words. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I'm not seeing much yet because I guess I haven't written much for these characters. So I, I think what you're you know you talk about where you don't have the characters to attach yourself to or to love yet mm-hmm. and stuff. Hell, we haven't seen anything yet, right? Because they, we don't, have, we can't get to know him at all. The best scene to me was putting the guy Reaper on the doctor saying, and them all making jokes about a sex change for him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where you got to know the that's people. Personality, yes, that's personality is the show. best to me. And I was like, oh, well, this makes total sense. You know what I mean? Like I love that scene just because it's like, all right, well, here's the group. You know, these are the guys this that we're is what supposed they do to when they're just hanging out, and attached everything. to. Right, this is their actual personalities. We never got that the rest of the show, other than you talk about the Coco guy. Mm-hmm. You know, making little slight jokes and things like that. But even that got slightly old to me because, because it was just like a one-liner. Then he was going and running away or something. It was like he didn't get to compound it or anything. Right, and I'm like, anytime they were hazing, easy. Yeah, the prospect stuff. Dig the hole, fine. Wrap the body, fine. Cool. All that stuff was wash good. Wash the bike, it worked, yeah. Even when Alvarez told him to wash the bike and all his homies and stuff, I'm like, dude, you're in a desert. He walks outside and all the bikes are, they're in a desert. desert. Like, like, what are you going to do? On dirt and sand. Like, yeah. I was like, what? I want to be a speck of dust. I'm yeah. like, well, wrap that in salt. Until tank. the next two mile an hour wind <laughs> that will blow it all over all the shit that's wet. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yeah. it just, like, some of this stuff, I'm like, this is, it's just a little cheesy. Don't beat me over the head with it. You got good stuff. Maybe leave out some of the stuff that's repetitive. Yeah, and I, I think we're going to get rid of a lot of that as the season yeah. goes on and everything. Obviously, There's yeah. An hour and thirty-seven minutes to show us everything they could and pump in a good set hook story. Right, and so you have to realize that is the first episode. That's what it is. I'm willing to bet second episode, third episode is when we dive into small groups of characters, we fall in love with people and so on. And see, to me, that's that's just going back to me comparing it to a show that I fell in love with. And I'm already, you know, like, okay, this isn't meeting the standard of what the other one was, but we got to give it that time. We've got to mm-hmm. give it that opportunity. Because like you said, it's still a B-plus episode, A-minus, whatever like that. And it's still got to do a lot of setup. You've got to give everybody a little sprinkle so you know what's going on and then move forward. I, I don't I don't disagree at all. I feel like this was a lot of Sons of Anarchy final season feeling to me. The well, stuff a lot with of drops in there. You see the stuff with the dog, the dog showing the crow. Up. Well, the, uh, the him running over the crow at the beginning was like really like was that that much needed? Duh. <laughs> okay, we realize it's not Sons of Anarchy, 
Um, but I love the music that we had driving into it yeah, with it. Yeah, the opening credits were pretty sweet. But, but a lot of these like little tidbits that are thrown in there, this is all final season mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy as far as, far as feel yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Just without the tension. You know, so I don't know. Like I said, we, I don't know if we're going to plan on going this. We can't go scene by scene. I can't. No, yeah, like I said, no. it's an hour and 37, but I do want to talk about certain areas of the show that I do like and some other areas I was like, I wish they could have done it a little differently. Right. There's no part of the show I hated. No. Well, that's one thing I can say. Like we we watch well, Walking Dead. Hold we on watch. now. There's a couple little a couple things. Right. Yeah, there was like some tones and stuff that I guess. There's I did. certain things. Right. I have plenty of things that like irritate me. Yeah. yeah. But there wasn't a part of the show I was like, oh, that's all bullshit. I can't believe you know because like bottom line is if you listen to our other pods like Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, you will know like if you listen to Walking Dead, we'll spend fifty percent of it going, Bullshit, that's terrible. Blah yeah. blah 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 fifty percent. Huh? You know, if, you know, if not maybe a little more. <laughs> maybe eighty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um and so like I can go I look at my notes and I've watched it twice and I look at it and I go yeah, I didn't have a problem watching it a second time. If anything, I was looking for more details. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see, you know, all those things. And there wasn't a part I was like, oh, God, I, this whole thing is just wrong. I never had that feeling. So I did. that's one thing I did appreciate about the episode. But let's talk about this. All right. You know, they did, like I said, there's a bunch of little things. Um, I thought the flashbacks were cool. I like how they did them. I like the visual of, you know, the sign changing to eight years ago. I thought that the changing of that sign yeah. was one of the coolest things and I've I seen And I love in a how while. they changed the tent of the camera. You know, it changed to like a, you know, a little bit different filter when they were doing it. A little that. soap opery. Uh, but it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't really bad. Was. I, I'm not complaining. Well, and even but I mean, then, I, I love that you say soap opery because like that plays in Mexican and Latino kind of. But remember, that's what that Sons of Anarchy was. Yeah. It was a biker. Soap, soap opera. opera. Soap opera. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying when they cut to the green screened, or the you know green tint, you know I'm talking about where you're cha- yes. changing the view of it and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I've, I've seen this okay. little haze on it and stuff. I'm like, oh, it's soap opera. <laughs> um, I think the main actor, the easy like that. I think he did a great job acting for you know, majority of the episode. I really do. I enjoyed it. You know, there wasn't anything that was overacted. There wasn't anything really underacted. You know, but they didn't give him a whole lot to give you either. No. So no, he keeps the same demeanor, tone, and demeanor throughout the entire thing. Whether he's in the middle of a gunfight versus, you know, getting hazed or whatever the case may be. Like he, he's Hits just easy. You know. <laughs> so. No, I mean, I he's one character I really didn't have any problem with. One thing he says made me like spit at the television, but other than that, we'll, and we'll get there. Okay. All right. So the the first big thing that happens is is you know we we get to see the how the drug cartel thing works you know how thought they, that was how they fantastic I put, thought that was super creative moving it in the Kinsey the dresses. dresses is the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my and life it, it's so Latin too I it mean, is oh, yeah. that it's, is just okay. nailing you in the head with yeah. Latin culture you know I couldn't have been more excited I was like oh my god we're using yeah. Kinsey dresses my wife and I were watching it and like she I was, she says before I did she goes that's genius you know what I mean <laughs> oh yeah and, and so, it's like a sweatshop like that's what I imagine like culturally like yeah that's where people work in everything yeah. this is- i like the big guy he's like i like the kid i mean all this <laughs> opening dialogue is really well done so then they decide to do the 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 you know they're playing they're doing protection yeah. for the for the run and of course you know sadly this is where the preview kind of ruins it for you because the preview showed you that the truck gets jacked you know so you're expecting it coming um I thought that one of the dead giveaways, which I, I kind of had a little irk with, was the guy gets the message and they strap up to hold in. Yeah. Before the truck goes over. And I was kind of like, all right, so obviously there's an inside job. And before we even get told there's an inside trader we're looking for. 
So I, I was a little bit of a, okay, huge breadcrumbs for you, anybody. Um, but I thought the special effects were cool. I thought it was kind of random that these trucks are able to, to bypass the bikers, bypass everything, turn lights on, and knock this whole truck over. I mean, if you're running protection for a truck that's got this much smack in it, I just don't see that being allowed. Yeah, I, I see you being closer. I see you not letting them pass you, making them try to run you over or something. Like they didn't put up nearly enough of a fight. Yeah, yeah but and then they got there so delayed. Yeah, they were like the truck two finally minutes goes late. Over, it's like they're, the guys but that's. Right. But if you remember though, they were there where they're talking about the different routes and stuff like that. You can't have a box truck surrounded by four bikers on each side because dead giveaway. There's something in the truck. I'll yeah. give you that. So they I'll did it. That. They did it kind of like wide load ahead. So they would put themselves a few car lengths ahead, and then there are a few car lengths behind. You know what I mean? They can see the truck. If anything happens, they can get to the truck. I So I was okay with where they were. Well, I mean, but with how you're saying it, though, we didn't get there nearly fast enough. No, the backside the- bikes, yeah. way too long. That yeah. took forever. Yeah, it was, um, just, it was off. You know what no, I mean? the, no, that's what the editing of it was wacky. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, maybe that's what it was that made it look so bad. But I was just like, my God, like we've been flipped over for 10 minutes. Like, Okay. And here's where a couple minor things I have a problem with. One guy gets out of the truck from less than five yards away. He misses with his handgun. Yeah. Misses this enormous human being. No problem. Misses him totally. That guy turns and blasts him. Yeah, not, not looking or anything. Just turns. And boom. he goes down. Right. I always hate that. Like you have the drop on this guy, you shoot and you totally miss. But not only just he only shot once. Like usually, you, you never stop pulling the trigger. Yeah. yeah. So that bothered me. Okay. The rest of the stuff fine. Right. That the truck on fire, and this was the one thing I wanted to spit the television. And he sees the guy in there still strapped in, and he, it's smoking so like that. He runs in and says, "I got, I got you, you, brother." brother. <laughs> uh was disgusted by that line. <laughs> disgusted by that line. I was like, ew. It's, it wasn't a good ew. line. Like, the taste in my mouth, so sour. It was awful. And it, I was just like, oh, please God, let that be the last time I have to hear something like that on this episode. I, I think it will be. Luckily, last, I think it was, it was the last time. <laughs> it, was, I, it almost sounded dubbed in afterwards. It did. A lot of the uh, this scene was dubbed in afterwards. It, felt it really like. did. Because I think, remember all the recasting mm-hmm. and reshooting they had to do and stuff like that? He runs in there, and it just does not match up. I got you, brother. Almost like somebody else had to do his voice right? because he was unavailable or something. It was disgusting. See, like, I didn't really like this scene at all just well, because... And then the other thing, like I said, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you off, no. Cash. The other thing that drives me bananas is the fake fire. Yes. Look Why? Like- the money you have burned up this little stupid box truck. Yeah, no it way. doesn't have to explode. It doesn't have to. No, we can just set it on fire. Just we don't light it on fire. That's going to be plenty cool the, enough. The, the, the deal here is is that the explosion that happened at the end was completely CG. Totally and, CG. And was a huge firebomb. I just that is a diesel box truck. Uh, and good as thing as far as I know. Diesel, diesel box trucks that have just a container and it's on its side. I just don't see it having a aerial firebomb. You know what I'm like, saying? We're educated enough as movie and TV viewers now. How about just as Southerners who have lit in bonfires? Yeah. yeah. You use diesel when you want a nice slow burn. Yeah. Not something yeah. that's going to explode like gasoline. 
I'm just saying I hate CG flames. And it wasn't just the firebomb. The other fire was fake, too. I know. There was nothing You could tell the hole in the top of the truck or like that. Totally fake. It was absolutely fake. And all that stuff, I was just like, ew. Ew. It's not necessary. You have the money. Burn up the truck. You've already crashed the truck. You're not going to be able to use it again, so just... (laughs) Let me tell you things I liked about the hijack. I liked the, the... you figured it out when this whole thing was over that the goal was not to kill anybody. That was part of the deal. Because oh, obviously me, part of the deal. Because yeah. to me, is as soon as they pull somebody out of the car, the truck like that, if this was a, if that was a real pro team, you kill anybody and everybody. All yes. of them. Yeah. yeah. Like as soon as that guy comes out, bam, bam, bam. Go to the other one, bam, bam, bam. You kill the guys in the truck. Especially assuming that they have no idea who you are. Right. If yeah, it was yeah. a true pro team, that's what goes down. So yeah. when I was, my first thought when the whole scene was over, I was like, man, nobody died. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't understand this. Not even one of the, you know, the bad guys. And I was like, okay, let's go back and look at this again. And so I really liked that the guy pulled the truck up and they used the paintball mm-hmm. to, to to pepper the windshield where they couldn't see. Totally. I thought that was pretty cool. Definitely not what I expected. I expected the windshield to be getting peppered. I thought that we were about to see two drivers yeah. get like a million bullets. Definitely thought the driver at least was dead. I was like, okay, this yeah. is the easiest yeah. thing. But no, they world. they. Pulled off something really cool. And not only that, I thought it was really cool that the special effects of them shooting out the windshield and getting to see it while the truck was in motion. Mm-hmm. And, and that and, wasn't and him CG. telling him eyes before he pulls the trigger. You know, protect your eyes before the, yeah, so the so glass. All you. that stuff was cool, really, really well done. I really, really liked that. Although it was useless, he shoots the hole in it. And he still can't see anything out of it. And just crashes yeah. horribly seconds later. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, that was a waste. Well, well and he didn't he even... shot the hole in the middle of the windshield. Yeah, so he you couldn't see out of it. <laughs> and you know you'd overcompensate and immediately go off the side of the road. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> leading to a truck being flipped. That's leading to a bigger problem, probably. So I did like all that. Um, I uh, Was it too easy that he saw the tattoo on the wrist? 100%. Okay, well, they tried to, like I said, they tried to hit you over the head a little bit with this about his memory yes. and about his photographic memory about things and stuff like that. I don't want him to start having Seagal vision. <laughs> I can't have if it. If he wears yellow glasses at any time, the TV's turning any off. Any yellow tinted glasses. <laughs> any, well, I don't know what they're called, but any, anybody who doesn't know, back in the day, I think, was it TLC? I think it was, or one of USA, them. Bravo or something. <laughs> Steven Seagal had a show where he was a volunteer sheriff. No, in sworn in deputy, oh, yeah. deputy sheriff. whatever. He wouldn't get paid for it. And they would take him on a TV show <laughs> to where he would be able to identify a crime, in, and they called it Seagal Vision, where he would wear yellow glasses <laughs> at night. At night, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, not to right. mention, there this- would be a gun literally laying out in the open. That any homeless person could stumble across, <laughs> and they would go and like zoom in on it and like do some sci-fi stuff. Seagal vision. <laughs> he spots the gun. I'm like, yeah, I tripped over that three seconds ago, Steve. <laughs> anyway, over here, Steve. Do your I shot don't here. want that to happen <laughs> yes. uh, in the future. The, the photographic memory stuff. Okay, maybe that come into play at some point. I've heard of it before. I know some people that have it. I've seen some few TV shows with it, but man. Blah, please don't fresh this too much. <laughs> like, I thought we were about to watch an episode of Monk. Like He was about or, to get highlighted and everything. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, overall, again, the, the truck thing, the takeover, 
Um, yeah, you see the ta- tattoo. I get all that. Uh, they have to kneel. They don't shoot anybody. I just thought. See, I just hated how bad the mines got punked. I was like, if this is supposed to be a big, bad bite gang, why are we losing this interrogation process? I, I think they did that only to show later on in the cemetery that they're still badasses. But even then. But and we lost out to the drug de- to the drug lord guy, or to the cartel. I guess like he was just yeah. Was like, you know we don't. It's like no, no, you work for me. And it was like oh my god, like our president twice has just been <laughs> showed down in front of his entire crew. <laughs> Bitch, I own you. Yeah, pretty much. It was just like this is the saddest thing in the world. Yes, yeah, this is what this is what I'm worried about because see we just spent a lot of time on a, a on the, literally the opening scene. And the episode's too long to do this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. So I, I want us to hit the high points and like the low points that where we have issues and things like that. But it's tough on an opening episode to not try to explain too much. Yeah, and, it is. Well, and, I mean, that was a key. To me, that opening scene was key to the episode. Well, no, that's yeah. the yeah. igniting yeah. event that leads to the rest of the episode. Correct. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's the, we're just perusing through. You know, we get the whole deal where there's four of them. They go to Mexico. There's a bag exchange. He happens to run into the kid who steals a corn. It also happens to be the well, girl who's yeah. the leader of the I don't rebellion. think any of that was That right there right. Shit okay. burns me up. Is Here's there, number two. That is huge coincidences burn me up. There is massive coincidences. See, so y'all are seeing this as coincidence. I was seeing this as planned. No. Right. Oh, yeah. To me, him having to watch a kid steal corn fall, go over it, pay it, and he, that kid happened to be with the head of the resistance. Adelita, whatever yeah. her name is. And that's uh, why I was thinking she was testing him and everything to see if she would get him out of trouble. Not shit. how I saw it. No. Not at all. Oh, not man. even close. And even bigger coincidence is his ex-girlfriend being across the street. Okay, yeah. With, her chi- with his child, as far no, as I'm concerned. No, not his child. There's no way, because it was it's eight years job. ago. It was eight years ago. But hold on. Eight years ago, but then he's it's a later flashback that shows him at the prison. You don't know the time frame there. And he True. got out in six years, didn't he? I don't right. remember but them still, saying that. still, that baby was less than three years old. That yeah. is no, not that, his kid. That baby's one, one tops. Right. So either way it goes, that's not his. Yeah. I think the reason they showed that something that you know that sonogram, the baby, all that stuff like that, to show I'm making a decision. She had an abortion. Thus, unless they're going to surprise us, might later. have been a mis- miscarriage as well or something. Yeah, but I mean, I me, don't think that's his. But kid. the second huge coincidence, I think you were headed towards the odds of the Galindo. You know, Miguel Galindo is now with her and Good has child grief, and he's the prospect. And what she's just like super into Latin dudes. Like, I mean, she's working in Mexico. Oh, well, she speaks fluent. And you know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. This reminds me of Denzel Washington's movie where he Out was the time. bodyguard. Oh, no. Uh, Man on Fire? Man on Man Fire. fire. Remember? There was, you know. The, so good. I mean, oh, talking about the best Denzel. <laughs> That's my number one Denzel movie. So good. Wow. So many good ones. Yeah. Um, but that reminds me. It's almost like, okay, you know, big time. Somebody in Mexico married to a white chick has white, you know, a child. Da 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 da. Like you know, that's is it cliche or is it just uh, to me? It was super super. The cliche is way overshadowed by the coincidence. Yes, yes. I mean the coincidence of all of this sequence is like what? No. <laughs> well, the, and how, no. What's the age gap between uh, Easy and Reyes? It doesn't look like to be like that much, right? He is. That's his brother, isn't it? Angel's his Angel, brother. my bad. I don't know why I thought. An- it, I'd say Angel's maybe 
five years old. Five, yeah, I was gonna say. Maybe so I mean, five like years. he should presumably know that they dated. Maybe we don't know what happened yet. He killed a cop or something. We're gonna yeah. get that flashback, obviously. Yeah, we're gonna get more to it. It's but I mean, like I'm saying, the like, two this- hugest coincidences ever is that he happens to run into the leader of resistance. And his ex girlfriend is with Galindo. Yeah, and to me, that's just like <laughs> there you go, viewer. Take it, take it, take it, just, man. Just take this coincidence right to the starfish. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, whatever. I'm gonna let it slide. Like I said uh, before, we started this podcast. I said I was just gonna give this show a chance. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to chainsaw it to death. Because it literally is the first episode, and I don't want to kill it. I've just explained the two major things that crushed me in this episode. All right. The awful, I got you, brother, CG fire. We'll throw that in there. So from those, both of those in that one sequence. And then the coincidence. That's my two massive issues. Yeah. The thing is, I effing loved. I loved meeting the Samoans. Thought that was a cool character addition. They added loved a new... Uh, group well, uh, never heard of before. Another... You know, race of people that makes sense. once again are kind of undershown in television and mm-hmm. stuff like that, as far as their cultures and things like that. Um, really cool. The first thing you see, I mean, what Cash's little brother <laughs> on the phone? <laughs> Cash's little brother making a call. Right, like that. Cash. Um, that guy was a lot more athletic than Cash. See, I came down the stairs quick. He did have a wife beater on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much more impressive stature. Fair enough. Like, yeah, <laughs> I have better hair. He's got me and everything else. Oh, yeah. like, oh, yes. I'll, look, I'll give you the locks. Thank I'll give you the locks. locks but, uh, um, yeah. but I thought the cemetery was amazing. I think one of the, it was the coolest set piece of the entire episode. Yes. I think the cemetery is super badass. I think that was like a really neat way of doing it and stuff like that. But but there's a lot of flops in this. There's scene. a lot of machine gun fire and all kinds of stuff. Like, is there a police officer within? Yeah. 10 miles of this place. Well, I mean, it's like, it's you, World War Three at the cemetery. We're able to just have people standing in the middle of cemeteries with automatic rifles. This is you know what? Thing. They do explain that. They called it a DMZ. They said the police never go in there except to yeah. collect bodies. So that's... Okay. okay, I'll give it to him. Yeah. I'll give it to him. I the, remember that. The shooting. Or they, they actually like, do say that. He says at that table, he goes, and they're going to know you're there before you even get there. Yeah, no, and, I, that was, I had no problem all with that. that stuff up there. Like I said, the cemetery was badass. Uh, I loved Alpha. I've seen that guy before. Seen him before. He's not six six. No, uh, he maybe wide. Uh, anyway, <laughs> or round. You know. Did he say? You know what? He actually said six by six. He didn't say yeah, six, six, six six. So I think that is what he said. Yeah. He's a big square because uh, he's a big old fellow. Um, and I remember when I saw him, he was in the original. Um, God, was it Mortal Kombat? No, you know it was a fighter show. You know, remember Van Damme was in it? Bloodsport? No, good God. I don't know. I'll, I'll remember it when it's too okay. late. Yeah, remind me. You, know, you know, there was Beast and Saban and... Uh, oh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, that's it. Yeah, he was in Street Fighter. Oh, he was uh, E-Honda. E-Honda. That's good. Yes, I have a still trap memory. Yes. Yeah. I am easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, easy. Yeah. So anyway, so... I love this. I love the dialogue too. You know, like you know, if I don't see tail lights in two minutes, <laughs> some of the dialogue. Like I like that part. Yeah, I, I, I love the well, trash I talk. The Samoans. I wish he would have said, "I better see tail lights in two minutes." Yeah, I don't like the part where he says, "Or Mayan bodies be dropping," or something like that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why? little of the douche chills. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, I like the tail light line. 
Mayan's bodies be dropping. <laughs> Not as much, okay? I, I, like I said, I didn't want to nitpick, but I'm just saying there's yeah, some stuff. I did like that the guy goes, we're out number 12 to 7. I like this. Yeah, there's you know, a, a smart yeah, guy. There was some like... There, that's the saw, Chibs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's the Chibs character saying... Yeah, that's the, your seasoned veteran that knows, you know, plans like that. I thought it was random that the van could drive around to get behind the Samoans. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, and I know, thought it was well, weird that he pulled right could, back to them with yeah, a yeah. load of guns. To well, me, then like, it was like, hey, no one focus on the van with all of the heavy artillery. Just let them run up to it and get what they need. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry. Um, but once again, that's another issue... Uh, and this is not just this show. This is many, many, yes. many shows. It's every action movie of all time, almost. The dude's got the drop on Angel. He's firing an AK at him. Can't hit him. Can't hit him. From what, 20 yards? And he's just peppering all over the grass all around him. And then Easy runs over there. I gotta help Angel. <laughs> he doesn't get shot either. No. So hey, now we have a bigger target. Yeah, we have a much paint, a much larger painted yeah, target. Just shoot at the black stuff. And it takes him forever to lift no, him up and everything. Angel's not even really trying to get out no, up already. He's, he's like just balling like, up like a bear's attacking him. <laughs> and it gets him out of there. And then they go get machine guns and stuff. And I'm just like, and all, all right. You know, I'll let it go. You know, I'm just saying, like, this is a uh, an error that not just a show that no, it's just it's made in every action. It's scene. in every action movie there is. It's the stormtrooper effect. They can't <laughs> hit shit, you know. And but and so this is Coco, right? Yes, with Coco the, with the scope, the scoped rifle. Can we get out of scope shots because they're no, just terrible? I, keep the scope shot if you want. If I see CG blood, I, I piss on it. I like the scope shot. I thought it was cool that it got up and shot stuff. The scope shot is cool. Like I said, I don't have a problem with that at all. But use um, real blood. Well, not real blood. Squibs. It's so much better. It just looks so much better. You can tell Walking Dead made this huge mistake, you know, of of switching over to CGI blood spatter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It, It doesn't look right. It just doesn't work. It's just like CG fur. Until a couple years ago, like it looks terrible. Yeah, you can't do fur; it's just way too expensive and everything. Just stick with just do the squibs. The practical effect, way cheaper, and looks better. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I'll never understand why they don't just because you can't control it. But like, who cares if you can control where blood splatter goes? Like, it's not important. We just want to. see It'll it. be different every single time you shoot something. Yep. That's exactly how it should be. You know, a bullet doesn't travel one hundred straight line. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's let it, hit let it spatter all over the place. Exactly. Like if you have to do an extra shot, cool. Do the extra shot. It's going to pay off in the end. It makes sense to make the CG bullet entry wound. Yes. Because that makes sense as far as the editing. You could just throw the hole there, but you need a squib on the back of the head for the burst out. Yeah. The exit wound make should be legit. a squib. Make, make it, it legit. look good. Make it legit. Watch the town. Oh my God. The town. Yeah. When Jeremy Renner gets shot up, that's what bullet holes and stuff ought to look like. Now, I'm going to give you props on this one because I love when they did Alpha. When they took his arm off and all that stuff like that. I really like this stuff. The, the CG arm CG was a arm. little rough when it fell to the you know to the next level. You know what I mean? But the thud it made. The thud and the juicy sound. You yeah. know, all that stuff. It's just like the thud doesn't match the weight of the thing falling. Like... Just because it's CG. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're looking at it and it's like, it doesn't fall naturally. It doesn't look right when it falls. So it's like, when you hear the thud, you're like, eh. 
it's fake on fake on fake, you know what yeah. I mean? Whatever. A nice Foley artist went in there and was like, you know what I mean? It made the sound. I mean, um, it, but I I'd lo- like what happened. I like what happened. I, I thought do. it was cool. And, and were they, did they use a machete? Yes, yeah. I saw him grab it from behind or did like you? that. The, the strength on this man to cut off that arm with the one clean sweep. I mean... You could do it though, pretty. You can do it, but it was to me it was badass. You know, I wish the ropes were a little tighter to make it look like he actually had a tourniquet. You know, but uh, that's that's picky. But I love the concept. That's something we haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think well, about. I just it. like that he followed through with it. Yeah. That they went through with it. Now this is a common cartel practice: macheting people, you know, dismembering people yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, this is good source material. Learning from. Actual events. I'm worried about your health, brother. This is a bad way to drop weight. Bad way to drop another 40 pounds. I'm like, if that forearm and hand weighed 40 pounds, this is a gigantic human being. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, He is a gigantic human being, though. I did like the writing on that stuff. I liked something, like I said, that was good. Didn't much care for Pino for delivering it, but... That's the thing, is the guy delivering it makes me crazy. The the yellow jacket he's wearing, I didn't like. No. This isn't it. None of this stuff is like taking me out of the scene or anything like that. It's just like... Eh, I wish they'd have done different with that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, just little minor decisions that they could have maybe altered or something like that may have been better or may have been worse. Don't know. What I thought was awesome is the reactions they show of everybody when it happened. Yeah, everybody's like, like Whoa. everybody in unison was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. shit, man. You know, like, well, one guy even puts his arm in his jacket. You know? <laughs> like, well, because it happened so quick. Like, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Well, here's the thing: you don't even get to see the guy raise up. No, and do you know what it's just suddenly looking, and he's like, he nods the head. And you're like, what's going on? And yeah, holy shit, it's gone. You now, know, I love that they don't set you up for it. Now it doesn't have the same impact, obviously. Because we were raised up massively. But I like what you're talking about. How you don't see the guy coming with the slice or mm-hmm. like that. But when Jamie's hand in Game of Thrones is removed. Like it's so just all of a sudden. Yeah. And so like holy shit. Because like his hand was there and everything. But then all of a sudden like it was just the axe or the sword was well, in the stump. blade. And he yeah. pulls the blade up and he's like um yeah that's not the hatchet <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah it was, it was like a hatchet or something that he used. Yeah, yeah but see but, it came down off screen so you weren't prepared for it. Yeah, and, it, and it just here. sticks. Remember, it just sticks in the wood. Just goes, and you're just like, and he just picks his hand up. And did that like, really happen? And then, well, remember, it goes straight to that punk, um, like Irish music, mm-hmm. right after it happens and stuff like that. I felt like this did it, very close to that. Was close to that, but you know, instead of going to punk music, it went to their uh, uh, reactions. Yes, of, was, of like getting awesome. queasy and like, well, shit, and no, 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 not me. <laughs> and to me, like him tying the other arm up, I was like, oh my God. And so I had this anticipation of, are we going to see the other arm go down? You thing know? was, once I saw him like blinking out, yeah, like he was clearly passing out and dying. I was like, they don't even need to cut off the other arm. But is there a reason why? Happy. I was really happy they didn't. And he died from yes. insanguination because that was real. Because if he was sitting there still talking and being jolly, you know, and just said, I was going to be like, oh, man. Well, I was but, waiting for him to say, like, hey, cauterize the wound so he doesn't die. But then I was like, oh, no, he, we're just letting this guy die. Yeah, just letting him die. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't let him go back. He just but, kidnapped and killed a bunch of their dudes. I mean, yeah. we're going to take them back. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, just leave him there. But, All right, so. But is there Rob, a reason? Well, before we, like, leave, I want, because he didn't look at him, chop off the arm. Like, he made sure he wasn't looking at it. Is there a reason? Because he can't handle it? Galindo? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he turned the window, the, like he made no, sure he, he didn't see it. Turned the yellow jacket to it. No, he turned around. Yeah, because you're looking at his face when you see the arm get taken off. Like in he the gives the nod, and then he does a 180 to make sure he doesn't see it. Yeah, I know the jacket doesn't fully cover his front. <laughs> I thought he turned around 
just to make sure no spatter hit him. Okay, okay. I can go with that. I can go. I mean, with they that. clearly make him wear a big bright yellow jacket. <laughs> yeah. Like you're either in Breaking Bad or this is just. You know what okay, I'm saying? Hey, like, well, I mean, I didn't know if it was a thing like maybe he just couldn't handle blood or like we just thought there was a deeper meaning. But if it's to keep the clothes clean. I, I mean, they make a big well. deal about knowing that he's going to eat dinner with his. the coincidence of coincidences. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, with this family. That's all I took it as is that okay. he was just turning around so he doesn't get any spatter on him. What y'all think of Robert Scott being the group of the, the head of the SOA that comes and helps him at the end of the cemetery scene? I thought his face looked like it had been like a piece of Play-Doh dropped on the floor. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I was mean, waiting for like Robert some cat Scott, hair to be hanging off of it or something. It looks like he. He's pretty old and weathered. It looks like the motorcycle point. had been riding over his face. I mean, it was. Oh, my Lord. I don't know what's left of his face because at least they remember, kept the shades on. This used to be T1000 off of Terminator 2. I know. Put that in perspective. That guy was T1000. Now he's Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And the potato has oh, melted dude. a little bit in the sun. He's don't, what don't watch Rocky's Scorpion. face should look like. <laughs> yeah. That, you know what? That kind of... You ever seen those old pictures of boxers, you know? Oh, yeah. Where they just look like a swollen, tenderized meat piece. You know, I'm just like... It's grandma's meatloaf and pale skin. It's, it ain't good. No. It ain't good. It's like he's the old uh, hanging slab of meat and just... Attached to the face. I, I like his joke. You know, you know all the, you know, all wrapped up in some tortillas and a white bread sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Samoan sandwich. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Samoan gang's name? Beige, beige town. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I guess that's their skin tone. Beige. I mean, I don't know. Uh, not, not a fan of the name. No. Whatever. You know, the, the one thing about the Alpha and all them is that if this was a, a group, so it's like, well, did it bother anybody that like they didn't look like they matched? I mean, he had short hair, was in a red maroon T-shirt, you know. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. They, they're like, not gonna... The other guys that rolled up, they didn't all, I mean, like most of them looked like they were Samoan or, you know, like that or something. But there wasn't like, <laughs> they weren't all wearing the same colors. It wasn't like what you saw with the other biker gangs that had, you know, same jackets, same motorcycles, same other thing. This was all something completely different. No, because that that's what I'm saying. Me. We're going to, you're thinking about it differently because I don't think of Samoan culture being, and my God, I'm such a layman on this, but I don't see them as like, um, copycat style you know what i mean yeah. like even in the you know some the, the niners you know what i mean they were all the black and red and mm-hmm. stuff like that and i mean it was like everybody else had matching colors and everything so i think they went away with that on purpose okay yeah, it I would didn't say, bother me yeah. i just thought it was unique that it didn't have it I, th- I think it would be more of like a tattoo or something to show that you're in the gang for the which Samoan they show thing. which yeah. they show you yeah, yeah. the and BTT so thing yeah. so. I think that's more important than any kind of uniform or anything for them yeah, yeah I mean if I was having to guess and so it, like yeah it didn't bother me I hardly even noticed that they weren't necessarily coordinated or anything yeah uh, okay so the big con- the, the two big reveals in the last 30 minutes of the episode let's just kind of get towards the end of this is, is that we find out that Angel and company um, you know, we which I think anybody was watching the show kind of figured out the whole bag swaparoo, and they said it ended up with Alpha stuff because well, the bag was so distinctive. Mm-hmm. Well, they kept focusing on the bag, so we knew the bag had something to do with the stuff. I didn't know immediately that it had to do with the fact that Angel and a couple of the other guys were working for Rebels, right? Uh, you know, of course, it all adds up when you see that these are the same two guys that strapped in in the truck, got the message, knew the truck was going to get jacked. 
um, knew they weren't, you know, because they came out and they didn't come out in guns blazing or like that. Yeah. And then the, the one of them is the one who takes the bag and drives away solo, you know, and that's the pay up you're paying off. And then all that is, you know, all comes out in the end. So the big reveal is, is that, okay, the girl easy ran into coincidence big time is the leader of the rebels. And these four, well, these three now with four of easy, um, are helping them out. And then of course, the next big thing reveal is, is that easy is an informant for the cops on a plea deal, yeah. which we already knew because when he went into the shop at the very beginning, you see the DEA badge in his wallet. I don't know if y'all caught that or not. No, I saw that, but I'm, I'm literally talking about, when Easy drops oh, off yeah. the original package to his dad and it has all that writing on it, it's like, oh, well, duh. He's, I mean, he's clearly dropping information and dad's the middleman. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, well, this makes sense. So the, I, you end up thinking that that is going to be the big fly in the ointment. But no. But then they add on the rebel thing with Angel and stuff like that. I mean, we had like four, I guess you could say, major twists in the episode. It was just like, man. Well, it's it's setting it up for where Angel is Opie, you know, of Sons of Anarchy, you know, kind of way like the best friends, brother, and whatever you do, that kind of stuff, and I'm gonna follow you. It's you know, it's the closest thing I can say to it, but you know, and so now he has to make the choice of, you know, his deal is to get to the Glendo cartel. Well, now he's working with the people who are trying to destroy the Glendo cartel. That's going against what the cop and plea deal is. Mm-hmm. But then also he is a rat or, you know, and so if he gets found out that, so he's going against his own deal at the same time and trying to save his brother as well as do his. Yeah. See, so I think, I feel like that's the issue is the fact that he is, he's between rock and a hard place. He's working with the DEA under the deal that nothing happens to the Mayans. To protect his brother, because he tells the DA guy, right. "I yeah. can't wait to be done with this, so I can get out of this and the Mayans and go back to my life." He doesn't want to be in the Mayans either. No, he wants out, but he wants to protect his brother, who's not going to be out. So he's doing that. Now his brother has gotten him into another issue with the rebels and stuff like that. So now he has a twofold problem. Correct. You know what I mean? Because. Well, now he's not going to be able to necessarily protect the Mayans because his brother is looking to be the Mayans by the end of right, this. Right, and now his brother... Has made a power play. Yeah. It's kind of made a power play, yeah. And is already making comments about how Bishop is leading them in the wrong direction. Yes. So... And we, he's already got a following. A lot of writing on the wall. Yeah, there's you no know. doubt. So... I put on social media and I said, hey, it delivered and Sutter has created the greatest conundrum as he always does. And that's what the episode is. It's created the conundrum of how in the hell you get out of this hole. Well, he created the tension that's going to follow this whole yes. season. You know, this is this is all the stuff with Juice secretly doing these things and um, Jack secretly making deals to get out of the guns business and right you know i mean there's all these little things that people are trying to make plays in the background you know and some of them are undermining the club and some of them aren't and so it's like okay you've now created where the tension will be mm-hmm. you know for the rest of the season and that's cool and hopefully there's more seasons obviously but i think they've created a neat you know it's a nice blueprint good guy yes. bad guy scenario here and um, I look forward to it. I'm like I said. I, no, I'm really looking forward to the season and everything. It's yeah, what ten I episodes? It. Yeah, it's ten episodes. I really, 
the the reshooting and the recasting and stuff is scary and good in some ways. Recasting usually means like, hey, they've watched this, tested this, and it was just terrible, and yeah. they had to redo this stuff. Um, Which I trust it because if you remember, was it Sam Elliott was the original, and they replaced him with Ron Perlman. And could you imagine Ron Perlman it, 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 or anybody else playing Ron Perlman's role in Sons of Anarchy? No, not really. Um, but I'm just saying, like, it could be dangerous for, like, like I said, like him going in there and saying, "I got you, brother." That sounded dubbed. The scene was wonky when he's cutting them out of there and stuff like that. I hope there's not too much of that. And I hope that we get more scenes like Reaper on the doctor's table where we can actually learn the characters' names by heart, know who they are, know their personalities, so we can get attached to them. I have to get attached to the characters to stick with the show. If I don't have any kind of attachment, I don't have the involvement I want. True. Absolutely. I mean, I hope we get a few more like the round table scenes. I thought that was really cool and everything. I love that they put the cell phones outside again and everything. I mean, it's it's all classic stuff. Yes. They had to make a cool table and, for it. Um, they did a good job. And it that's the good. stuff that matters and stuff. And I mean, those are going to be set pieces that last, put as much as we can into them and give us a lot of those scenes because that's going to give us a lot of the razzing and the hazing and stuff that we want. We, we didn't talk about the... The fact that we got to see, um, what's her name? Gemma. Gemma, Gemma for yeah, a second. Is there any reason why we have Gemma? No, I think it was just a way of saying, hey, Sons and Anarchy fans, we hadn't forgot about you. You know, I tried, showing a little bit of a connection. I tried to remember what she would have been in prison there Who for. was she there to see? Jax? No. I when would, was he in there the same time Jax uh, was in there? Wasn't it, who was the guy who had the one eye? You know, the uh, Otto. You remember they always went and drove off to go visit Otto in prison? That was the most current guy you but always... But Gemma wasn't going to see Otto. It was mm. always one of the guys going to see Otto. I mean, I guess we could have said Gemma was just there to see Otto, but... I don't, we don't know the time frame yet, I guess, is what's going on. We, don't, we don't know no, how far this away this is. This is also a Southern California prison, and Charming and all Gemma and stuff like that is Northern California. So, I mean, like, I, you know, I think it's truly just a way of saying... You know, this is Sons of Anarchy continued. This is a way of sprinkling in. Look, the bottom line is that Alvarez was in there, which was phenomenal. He was awesome the whole time. Sandino, he calls him and realizes that's the northern chapter for Uh, mm -hmm. Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I love all that. And, uh, you know, and throwing Jim in there, the crow and the dog, all the little drops that give you that Sons of Anarchy. I mean, paying homage to Sons of Anarchy, they crushed. Yeah, I think I mean, we're still going to get some more. Oh, I think we're going to get a lot more uh, drop in. I really think so. I really feel like they're really they gave us some sprinkle. We're going to see how it goes. Um, you know, just a little bit of seasoning. But when we get to the main course, I would not doubt for a hot second that we're going to get some of the big ones to come mix in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'd we'll, love to see. Give me chips for an yeah, episode. Chips and tig. Give me tig. Yeah. I mean, we're know. going to have to because our the mines happy is so small. Like we don't have nearly enough people for the power plays that they want to make. Especially if you want to get well, rid of some they, of the Like I said, the episode did really good of showing you that, hey, we got to see several different chapters of bike gangs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And who went nomad? Remember, there were some guys that went nomad. Uh, well, there was a few that went and then some came back. Was um, Rat Was Rat a nomad? Did he go nomad? I don't know. Well, I'm saying that could be easy characters to roll because back they, into they just roll up the whatever they needed. You mm-hmm. know what right. I mean? So that could be... A way of bringing in old characters too. So right. there's, there's no doubt. Well, I mean, the other thing is too is you got to imagine, even though like characters who died in Sons of Anarchy, 
you know, technically they can't they can't move on because this is supposed to be set after Jax's death. Is my understanding. It has to because be. the only way you can have Gemma is if it's a flashback from way back when. So, um, I don't. You guys think about it, and that's such a sad thing because like I wouldn't mind seeing like Roosevelt, the cop that was a you know a ball buster for the charming area, somehow mix into like a you know he pulls a car over and you get a little shot of him or something like that. Or who was uh, the the one that worked with them? You know, uh, Unser. Unser. Yeah, that would be that would be, be great. cool. You know, as a you know, young Unser or whatever. You know, something of that nature. I'd be I'd be awesome to see some drops like that. I don't think we're gonna get too much of them. No, but I could see people like Chibs, who I'm not sure what he's doing. Tig, no idea what he's doing as far as career wise right yeah. now. Probably um, waiting for a call for Mayans. I mean, that, that's all we can hope for. That's <laughs> what we we pray and hope for. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there's no doubt. Well, I don't see why it's not possible to bring them in. Chibs was made president. Yeah. Uh, Tig was Sergeant yeah. Arms. After that, you know, what I mean, it was like, and the rest of the people were all good. You know, happy and the randos, like the big guy and Rat and all them and stuff like that. So it's like, bring them back. They're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, the more they bring in to cross in, the better, you know. It just it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, also, something else I want to encourage you guys to do is, is if you're listening to us, um, get into these Facebook groups and Twitter. I want, to, I want to drop a few names that have really, really kind of inspired us to be a part of this show. Mm-hmm. Originally, when we got into Sons of Anarchy, um, an awesome girl named Angie on Sutter Files. Uh, that's a huge Twitter group that runs, you know, it's a fan group for Kirk Sutter. Uh, if you're not following her on Twitter, uh, on that handle, it's like that, getting all the latest information you need to. Um, there's also a couple of the groups that are on Facebook. Uh, one of the big ones that we, we get a lot of love and pub for is Sons of Anarchy. I'm not sorry. Well, it's the Addicts. Sons of Anarchy and Mayans Addicts. Uh, that is a great Facebook group. And like there's, there's previously, there's a fan. So we're, on like, we're on six of them. And they're all really, really good. And so if you're a diehard fan like we are and really want this show to be successful, you need to dive into some of those social media groups. They, they do a really good job. They give some really good content. They don't do a lot of BS. Um, you know, they're open to good opinions and, uh, they've opened, they, you know, they've opened their arms to us and we want y'all to know about it as well. Uh, you can always reach us as well. We're on bleed to podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Um, you Gmail, know. YouTube. That's right. You know, it's bleedtvpodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to email us privately, we get a lot of emails and a lot of different things. Um, we're on talk Spotify about now? Right? Yeah, we are on Spotify. Yeah, as we're well. on Spotify. We're on Instagram. We're and we're going we're gonna to share it everywhere. And so if you're listening to us, do us a huge favor. If you enjoy what you're talking about and you're going to listen to us this season for some of the shows like that, tell your friends. If you can give us a review on iTunes, a positive one, uh, you share a link, whatever it is, uh, it would be a huge help to us we want this show to be successful we really enjoy um the storytelling i mean I'm a, i've always been a huge fan from the shield sons of anarchy uh bastard executioner all these things you know um and we've been with them all and so we really want this show to keep going and be strong so the more you sell for us the more we're going to be able to help the show and that's a mutual respect so um i think that's all we're going to get for tonight what do you think guys yes yeah, i think good. so uh again we really appreciate it and guys make sure you tune in next week but this is uh bleed tv and i'm zach i'm Jake and I'm Cash. We'll catch you in the end.